think one of the issues too, like if, you know, people struggle with this lust or envy or whatever, you know, it can cause problems in your marriage, right. in your family. You know, it's like, it's not just something impacts your heart. It impacts the world right. around you. And you know, you got to believe in what you're doing. You know, if you believe in being honest, you'd be honest no matter what. Right. Uh, you believe, like I said, in uh, being kind and fair to people, you'd be kind and fair no matter what. It's got to be who you are. Yeah. You know, that no, I'm going to do what's just, I'm going to do what's fair, I'm going to make good decisions for everybody, and I'm going to do this consistently. Some people aren't going to get it, some people are going to pitch out for that, but you got to keep doing the right thing. This is the Way to Go podcast, and we are about faith, family, and daily life. We're about taking God's word, breaking it down, making it practical to everyday living. Now, if you want to watch the show, you can actually go to Eagleville Bible Church. Just go to YouTube. Type in Eagleville Bible Church. You will find it on the Way to Go playlist. But again, faith, family, and daily life. This is what we're all about. This is the Way to Go podcast. I am here with my dear wife, Jerry, my lovely, beautiful wife, Jerry. And we're going to be talking about <laughs> Proverbs chapter 4. Because there's some good stuff in there. And the one he talks about is guarding your heart. And it says in Proverbs 4.23, above all else, guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. Now, I've been reading in the Proverbs, and I just like it because there's a lot of wisdom mm -hmm. and a lot of so many challenging things. You know, don't let your annoyance show all at once, and <laughs> don't be easily provoked, and be humble, and all these things. It's like, wow, you know, it's such a great challenge, and so many great, awesome yeah. verses. I love it. And, and this was one that stood out when I was reading it the other day, and I said, yeah, I'd like to do some podcasts on this because, above all else, guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. And Jesus even said the bad things that we do come out of the heart. It start. It has to have like, um, what do you say, a base of operation somewhere. Like a seed starts somewhere. Right. Yeah. So that starting somewhere is actually in the heart. And so we want to make sure that we we keep stuff out of it that shouldn't be there. Yeah, it's really true because everything that we say, everything that we do does come from within our thoughts or, you know, our attitudes are displayed Right. So um, what do you want to keep out of it? What do you want to keep out of your heart? Guard your heart, Jerry. Mm, Guard your heart. What all kinds of things. Well, I think, you know, unforgiveness. Okay. Um, bitterness, any anger or, you know, judging people, right. anything like that, you know, you need to keep out of your heart because eventually you're going to spew things out of your mouth that you really don't want to say. Right. Well, that's true. I think too, you know, when you, when you're thinking about things, you got to treat people like you might actually see them again, I think is a pretty poor <laughs> <laughs> it's actually, you get enough hostility, you might say something not good. But hatred, we can't allow that kind of darkness in there. And the Bible says you got to settle your anger unless you give the devil a foothold. And mm -hmm. that's Ephesians chapter 4. And that if you let the sun set on your anger and you're upset about things, that that's going to cause residual problems in other places in your life. Yeah, I think when you go to bed and it's you're still angry, you're dwelling on it more, even as you're falling asleep. And I think it allows an opportunity for that anger to get deep-seated and even get a deeper root, because then you can wake up and you're still thinking about it. Whereas if you do let it go and, you know, you just pray that God helps you to forgive or, you know, get a good rest without thinking about it, then I think you're going to wake up not thinking about it or well, dwelling on it. I think you've known that you've forgiven the person when the storm's not there anymore. Mm -hmm. And you can think about an offense because everyone's going to have something that happened. And whether it should hurt them the way it did or not isn't really the question. If it did hurt them, that's the point. The stuff right. that hurt me might not hurt somebody else, but it did hurt me. When I'm over the hurt, I don't 
feel any anger or upset about it anymore. Right. But it seems to me that it is a storm at mm-hmm. times uh, that gets in there. And I've had to pray those storms just through those storms at times. So we're just pray about it, pray about it, pray about it, pray about it until it finally went away. And then when you can talk about it and not be upset, yeah. you know that the forgiveness has really happened and it's not there. But if somebody is fuming mad, you know, you don't like someone, you're fuming mad about something they did, like how would you counsel that person? Um, well, just to pray and ask God to help you. Right. You know, to forgive because we can forgive people even if they haven't asked for forgiveness or they haven't changed their behavior. Right. You know, we can still let it go because it eats us up inside. Right. You know, if we hold that anger. Um, so you pray about it. Sometimes I think even just considering the person and maybe why do they act like that? You know, why do they treat me that way? Or sometimes they have like deep seated issues or hurts in their past that we can't even comprehend. And they lash out at everybody because of, you know, how they were raised or whatever. So sometimes, you know, when you try to understand someone else's hurt in life, it makes you a little bit um, more tolerant, I guess, of their behavior sometimes. Yeah, I think understanding. I think too, changing your expectations. If if I had like a hard issue where I was really uh, having a struggle with somebody, uh, maybe the way somebody was or what they did, I might have to just change my expectations. Mm-hmm. And you know, because I think sometimes we have an ideal of person of a person, and there's yeah. a reality. Mm-hmm. So my ideal is, you know, they're really nice and really perfect, but the reality is they weren't nice. <laughs> but I'm still holding on to the ideal, and I can't figure it out. And it just you know, sometimes you just got to change your expectations and realize, look, this person is who they are. Right. They've done what they've done. I just need to forgive and move on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think that, you know, I was trying to control things. I was trying to make it people change. I don't think it's a great recipe for peace of heart. And we need to guard ourselves against that kind of stuff. Yeah. I agree with that. You just have to allow God to do whatever work he's going to do and just move on, right. you know, keep a good attitude because your attitude is everything, right. you know, if you let things bog you down, it doesn't improve the situation. Right. It just makes your life worse. Right. But if you have a friend or a loved one and you expect them, well, you know, in my heart, I just hold this, you know, ideal that or goal that they're going to, they're going to call me more. They're going to contact me. Mm-hmm. They're going to reach out and they don't, if they don't, they don't. And that's on right. them. Yes. You got to mm-hmm. just, you, you find your happiness with the people in your life and you make your own tribe and you go on and don't allow the bitterness to get in there because that could affect and spill into other relationships where you're more hedgy and mm-hmm. hesitant to really open yourself up to somebody else because you're always thinking they're going to hurt you like somebody else did. So yep. some of that stuff, you just got to get out of there. Uh, lost envy is another one I would get out of. Uh, Oh, if you're always wanting things not meant for you, that's going to be a problem for sure. Mm -hmm. If you're not happy with what you have, what your role is in life, because as I said in the Bible, less is better with tranquility. It's not about like your tranquility is not based on having more. It's based on you. And Mm -hmm. if you have a heart issue of where I have to keep up with the Joneses, I have to have what they have. Uh, You might be a young person. I have to have what my parents have. Well, says who, right. You know, you don't, and, and you'll get there. You don't have to get there right away. Right. One thing I find too, that, you know, because we're in like the antique business and you know, we have collections and things that we like and stuff, but it, it doesn't bring you ultimate happiness. Right. It, and I just find like, it's just stuff. Right. Like, and sometimes I'll see something, I'm like, oh, that's really cool. Or you might have an opportunity to buy something and then the person changes their mind and they don't sell it to you. You know what I mean? It's like, it's okay. It's just right. stuff. I don't have to have it. I don't need it. Um, but we can become consumed with things. If you're like, I got to have the nicer car. I have to have the nicer house. I have to have the better clothes. I like those boots she has. I need those boots. You know what I mean? It's not right. going to make you happy. No. 
No, <clears throat> but it'd just be nice to have boots at all. <laughs> so that would be a good thing. <laughs> I got too many boots. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think lust is an issue. You know, you can't constantly be lusting over someone. You shouldn't look at women as objects anyway. And I just, I just don't think that we should look at it. And, and I don't think you should do it to me. You know, I'm tired of your eyes devouring me all the time. I really <laughs> You're am. You're such an object. I know. I'm tired. <laughs> just tired of being your object. I'm just tired of the way you look at me. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I'm just Well, I around. don't look at women as objects. I can tell you that. <laughs> that's right. As long as it's just me, that's fine. <clears throat> but no, loss is an issue. I mean, you got to stay away from pornography and it takes discipline to watch what you're looking at and what you mm -hmm. see. Uh, we live in a, in a world that's so different from the one we grew up just by virtue of the fact that everyone's their own media. Oh, yeah. It used to be the media you would consume would be you had three stations and PBS. <laughs> yeah. And then it was a big deal if you got a video, a VCR player, and you could plug in a movie in your yeah. own TV. Like that was a big deal. Then comes cable and some raunchy stuff there. But now you have everyone's their own media. Everyone can have, anyone can have their own YouTube channel, uh, Instagram pages. You can have multiple Instagram pages, Facebook pages, the same Twitter. Then you get into Snapchat, uh, Reddit, if I said it right, or read it, however it's pronounced Reddit, I think <laughs> Tumblr, you know, all kinds of stuff mm -hmm. going on where everyone has their own platform from which to speak. <laughs> Some people put some stuff on that platform that I don't really understand, young ladies, why you'd want to present yourself that way. I just see that they do. And, yeah, that's the kind of stuff you got to stay away from, too. Yeah, as a guy. it is. And it, not, not suck that in all the it time. It pollutes your mind. And it, I think it warps your, your view of the opposite sex and what is really good and what is evil. Right. Yeah, I mean, that's a whole other issue. I mean, I guess that's a hard issue, too. You know, why mm -hmm. do people want to put themselves out? Why do the girls want to put themselves out that way? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because they're, they're certainly, you know, they're aiming on purpose mm -hmm. to allure men to look at those sites. And right. then they're, that's how they're getting their follows and whatnot. Right. I'm saying for me personally, no, I don't think that's that's right. Yeah, it's I mean, not I good. Know. And I think one of the issues, too, like if, you know, people struggle with this lust or envy or whatever, you know, it can cause problems in your marriage, right. in your family. You know, it's like, it's not just something impacts your heart. It impacts the world right. around you. Right. And we really need to keep those things in check. And I can desire you, but it would never be a bad kind of lust. It's different when you're married. It's different when you're married. I've yeah. had people don't think it is. I've run hmm. into people that actually think that that's a problem. If, if you desire your wife, that must be something. You, Read must, Song be, you, of must, Solomon. Be, you must be out of control. <laughs> Where I look at it like, nope. That's fair game, right? So I can <laughs> yeah. say what I want. All right, greed yeah. is another one. Pride is another one. I mean, mm -hmm. I think all these things need to be checked, and we need to guard our hearts. You know, what am I going to allow in there? Well, I don't want hatred and bitterness in there. I don't mm -hmm. want lust and envy in there. I don't want greed in there. I don't want pride in there. You know, I don't you need have. I don't want to have to have the need for applause or anything else. Right. You know, you're out there living your life, doing the best that you can for other people, and that's good enough. Uh, here's another thing, too, um, that I see in these verses. One is guard your heart, and then keep your words positive. Keep your mouth free of perversity. Keep corrupt talk far from your lips. So you don't want to be saying corrupt things. And I think of sometimes, even like perversion, I would think demented things, dirty jokes, that kind of stuff. But I think even saying judgmental things, condemning things about people, wishing yeah. that God would judge people, wishing that God would get people. I think that's going to be an issue too. Oh yeah, it's a huge issue. And I, I think some people, like they judge everyone else by the standard of themselves. Right. You know, I mean, like they're the perfect, they're what everyone should be like. And they look down on people that don't measure up to their, 
you know, standard of, or expectation. And it definitely is, um, it's not a good thing. You know, it causes yeah, we're talking about words. How does that affect the words? Because people say things that are hurtful. Right. You know, and they'll say mean things or critical things that put people down, you right. know, and it's like everyone's different. Everyone has a different personality. Everyone has, you know, different ways that they view the world. Right. You know, and just because someone views it differently doesn't make them wrong. Right. You know, so putting people down because you don't like the way they think, you know, well, that's the way God made them. Right. You know. So, no, I, mm-hmm. I would agree. So you don't want to do that. Right. And, you know, I think that stuff comes from a bad heart where you're wishing people evil. So if you're you're wishing people would fail, uh, you're wishing they would fall on their face, you wish something bad would happen to them, I would say that would fall into corrupt talk. Right. For sure. Because mm-hmm. that's just stuff you shouldn't be saying. Yeah. And so you got to guard your heart and then out of your heart, your mouth speaks. So then that should then affect your words. Mm-hmm. So anything hateful gossip, it was interesting. I was reading in Proverbs and I was reading uh, chapter 16 through 20. There's a lot in there about gossip. There was a lot in there about how gossip separates friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a lot in there about it's wise to conceal a matter. If you don't conceal a matter, in other words, if you say something that bothers me that I not run and tell Mark about it, let's say, right. who's Mark's our producer right now, so he's in the room, you know, and, that, and I'm going to run and tell everyone that you said it. If I'm really your friend, I'm going to conceal it. And yes. I'm, not, I'm mm-hmm. just going to deal with it on my own and I'm not going to throw you under the bus. Mm-hmm. And I think there's two, gossip is a way of, of throwing people under the bus and kind of getting them in trouble with your friends and that's, that's not good. I mean, that no. causes a lot of problems that you don't need. Yeah. And some of the things too, you know, people can be just jealous of someone else. So they just want to rip them and make right. them look bad because somehow they, in this weird way, think it makes them look better. Right. Right. You know, and that kind of stuff is just, I think, perverse thinking. Right. So, so watch your words. You know, I think our words should be positive. I think, you know, you're, we're going to win a lot more with just, hey, you're doing a great job. Love mm-hmm. what you're doing. Yep. Thanks for all you do. Uh, look straight ahead. Proverbs 4, 25 through 27. Let your eyes look straight ahead. Fix your gaze directly before you. Give careful thought to the paths for your feet and be steadfast in all your ways. Do not turn to the right or to the left keep your foot from evil. And obviously, you know, when it's saying keep your foot from evil, that would influence what it means don't turn left or right. In other words, don't get all the path of God's word. Do the right thing. Mm -hmm. That's clearly part of it. But I think, too, you know, just fixing your eyes straight ahead and not paying attention to what everyone else is doing. You know, just stop worrying about what everyone else is doing and you just fix your eyes straight ahead and you worry about what you're doing. You worry about what you're, you do the right thing. Don't worry about what everyone else is doing. I think if we gave careful thought to the path for our feet, we would do and say a lot less stupid things than we do because we don't think about things. A lot of times we're just like flying along and something flies out of our mouth and instead of really thinking about what we say or, you know, how we behave. Right. I think when in hiking, like I can see the clear relevance to it where you have got to look straight ahead Yeah, and you've, you've got to pay attention to where your feet are going. You can't be walking through a bunch of rocks, looking left, looking right, yeah. not paying attention to the path in front of me because you're going to trip. The yeah. other day I got caught and actually my foot hurt for three days because my, uh, the chains on my boots, I had these ice cleats on my boots. And there was one little branch, sand-colored. I was walking across sand at this point. It was part of a big branch that was buried, but the two ends of the branch were just sticking out, just caught my chain. 
And man, I had a stumble five, six, barely keeping. I thought I was going to face plan. I don't even know how I kept my balance, but I finally ran through it enough. Like if you stumble forward enough, sometimes you can come back up. You know, so I came back up in the upright position thinking about it. Probably looked hilarious. Never thought to think about it till the next day. I could hardly walk because my yeah. foot hurt so bad. Because why? Because while I was looking at somebody else, like I was paying attention to what somebody else was on and who they were. And there's a group of people in front of me. I'm watching that. I'm not really watching yeah. where my feet were going. And that's what happened to me. So I think uh, being on ice, it's relevant. Creaking, walking through streams and stuff, it's relevant. Mm -hmm. All the places we've been, we've been, we've been on the Grand Canyon on the ledge. I'm always looking at my feet. Right. I miss a lot of the cool stuff around me because I'm staring at my feet the whole time, right. <laughs> but I don't want to fall. <laughs> <laughs> so then morally, I think there's a good application to it. You know, when you know what's right, you stick to it no matter what. And when you do, to me, like if I think something's right, I'm going to hold that pattern because yes. I know it's going to pay off. And even if it gets mocked or somebody doesn't like it, if I know being positive, I know working hard is, is going to pay off. I'm going to keep working hard. It doesn't matter what you really think about it. Yes. I want to explore things. That's the stuff I want to do. There's certain patterns of behavior. You know, I need to get out. I believe in running. You know, I'm going to get out and I'm going to exercise because I believe in that. I'm going to do it over and over again. I remember a lot of times, like when you first start out, especially an exercise program, it always seems like you put on weight. It's the most frustrating thing. I can never understand it when I would get, oh, yeah, I'm going to watch my diet. I'm going to do this. And then I feel like I'm ballooning out even more. And it almost discourages you to quit. But you know, no, keep doing it. It's going to pay off. And then boom, all of a sudden you would hit that shed. Mm -hmm. You never have to worry about these You know, things. I have exercised a couple of times and I noticed I wanted more candy. So I can <laughs> see what you're saying. <laughs> it's burning the energy. <laughs> That's right. But it pays off, I think. You know, you got to believe in what you're doing. You know, if you believe in being honest, you be honest no matter right. what. Uh, you believe, like I said, in uh, being kind and fair to people, you be kind and fair no matter what. It's got to be who you are. Yeah. You know, that no, I'm going to do what's just, I'm going to do what's fair, I'm going to make good decisions mm -hmm. for everybody, and I'm going to do this consistently. Some people aren't going to get it, some people are going to pitch out for that, but you got to keep doing the right thing. And the last thing you want to do is be following your friends and just because right. they're doing stuff or building your foundation on the basis of what your friends are doing. Like our our cornerstone as Christians is Jesus Christ. Yes. I built my mm -hmm. life off of him. I'm not building my life off what my friends think. Right. Because if mm -hmm. I'm building my life and I'm more interested in following my friends and pleasing them than I am Christ, then that's going to get me off the track too. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, we can't worry about what the people around us are doing or even what they think, you know, because people can be critical of, you know, a Christian and the way that we live or the views that we have because right. we base our views on the Bible, but the world around us bases their views on what they think. Right. And it's not based in truth, so they could be critical of how we believe right but we have to stand true and stand firm to what god wants because you know ultimately we're answerable to god i'm not answerable to my friend or right. my neighbor or my coworker. what are you saying too you know and i agree with you it says uh let your your eyes look straight ahead fix your gaze mm -hmm. before you give careful thoughts to the paths for your feet mm -hmm. be steadfast in all your ways and that's why i'm saying this be steadfast in all your ways keep repeating good behavior keep planting yes. a good harvest be steadfast Give careful thought. Typically, when a person really messes up in their lives, and there's a couple big ways to do it. One is cheat on your spouse. Mm -hmm. That is a huge big way to really cause a lot of damage in, right. in your life. And they all say, you know, I've heard my whole life, you know, all sins are the same. I'm sorry, but the, the consequences of me speeding, the consequences of me cheating on right. you are far different animals. Yep. Speeding, I might get a ticket for and I'm going to pay 70 bucks. 
cheating would cause pain for years. So when you want mm -hmm. to avoid those things and you're taking careful steps, you got to realize none of that happens usually in a second of time. Right. There are steps that led up to that. Mm -hmm. There were some flirting that led up to that. There's communications mm -hmm. that led up to that. There's spending time alone that led up to that. There's getting, you're edging your way closer and closer right. before a major pitfall occurs where if you're watching your steps and you realize why am i getting closer and closer to this cliff that's not watching your steps i thought well watching your step does not mean walk as close to the edge as you can get mm -hmm. watching your steps would be no i'm not going to walk close where i might actually be able to trip stumble and fall i'm going to make sure i've got stuff right. around me right i can relate to that yeah how so? so? Well, I don't want to trip, stumble, or fall. <laughs> right. Well, well, especially going out west. I mean, we saw some oh, ledges. Goodness, yeah. You know, Grand Canyon, there's one path where you're like, that is not the path. It's impossible to be the path. I'm like, it's, it's the, the path. path. <laughs> and you're like, it can't be. I'm like, trust me, it's the path. It was right on the edge. Yeah, it, it was. was. Like when we were on the outer rim trail, I think, or the rim trail. Mm -hmm. And we were doing a little bit of it just to experience it. And so we weren't catching a bus every right. stop. We decided one one-point whatever mile stretch. We're going to do the rim trail just to yep. see what that felt like. And uh, that felt like real close to the edge of times. Yeah, we were on the rim. Yeah. Right. And if you're but the the, too, even with that, you know, it's like just a hike, but I don't worry what people think, you know, because when we were up on that more rock, you know, right. we're climbing up and it was dangerous and there's like a total drop off and you would be dead. And we were coming down and <laughs> Bill was laughing at me, but I didn't care. You know what I mean? I'm hugging the side of the mountain and people are coming up and I'm like going down on my butt and they're walking up. I'm like, you guys can go on the outside. I'm staying by the edge. I said, I know I will look ridiculous. the edge, the inside. I'm staying by the inside. Yeah. I'm like, I know I look ridiculous, but I don't really care because I'm terrified. <laughs> right. I'm they filming. just laughed I'm, at I'm me and kept going. I'm like, it. I don't I'm, I'm care. I'm actually walking and, and uh, videotaping her at the same time. That's how little I was concerned about it. But, but that's but, us in our Christianity too. You know what I mean? It's like people might laugh at us and they might mock us, but staying on the safe path, you know, we're going to have a home in heaven someday and a blessed life for all of eternity because we don't care what you think. You know what I mean? I care what God thinks. You know right. what I'm saying from that perspective? Right. Not that I don't care what people think, but yeah, we're not, I'm we're not going to uh, change my path of following the Lord because the world's pressuring, right. I guess. Right. I, I, I will agree with you. I think that getting into spots that are dangerous and stupid is a bad way to go. And people yeah. do fall. They do slip. They do do things that are not smart. And right. and when you're starting to get off the path, you can lead to a lot of trouble in, in your life. Right. The, so. the great thing about it though, is there is redemption in Christ. Like we do get right. sometimes get off the path, right? but God always welcomes us back right. and wants us still to be right. a part of his family. Right. I, I agree. But I think that it's not like, I don't, I don't do what I do because it's against or different than what you think. I'm going to do what I think because I think it's just the right thing to do. Yes. And, and if you mm -hmm. all agree with me, most people agree with honesty. Right. Actually, like what I find most of the world, Christian and non-Christian, agree with me being an honest person. Mm -hmm. They would agree with me being faithful to you. They would agree to me uh, raising my kids. They would agree with me working hard. Yes. They would agree with me saving money. Most of, They would agree with, with, with me being forgiving. Most, most of the concepts of, of Christianity are not things that are actually disagreeable to people. True. It's just a matter of doing it. It's, mm -hmm. a, it's a matter of putting it, saying, okay, I agree with that. 
I see the wisdom in following Jesus Christ. I'm going to do that no matter if anyone follows me or not. And right. sometimes I've been out there even with a camera. It doesn't matter if anyone's out here with me or not. It doesn't matter if anyone wants to follow in this cold day or not. I'm taking the camera. I'm mm-hmm. getting out there. Yep. I'm going to go out and photograph this because I think there's beauty here and I want to see it. Mm-hmm. And I think there's beauty in following Jesus Christ. There's beauty in doing the right thing. There's beauty in keeping your feet from evil and looking straight ahead and keeping your words positive and guarding your heart mm-hmm. and all these things, the Proverbs. And I would encourage you to read the Proverbs. I'm giving you a snippet of the Proverbs. Yeah. Reading the Proverbs is, is a great thing. You guys all have a great and blessed week. We appreciate you tuning in.